0: Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Oh, hello, good day, good day, Sonia.
1: Hey, Sebastian.
0: How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Well, it's good to be back. Welcome back to the Nature Unplugged podcast. Last week, or a couple weeks ago, was with Matt. Mm -hmm. Now we're back with Sonia.
1: (laughs) Yay! Good
0: to be back. Okay, so this episode is all about, what's it about? It is about, we're gonna explore what the right dose of nature is. Mm -hmm. Is there a right dose? Uh, you know, some people say getting little frequent, you know, is it better to get little frequent interactions with nature, like little walks, or is it, you know, more important to get, have big retreats and outings in nature or some mixture of those things. So we're going to, we're going to explore some, some research around that and talk about our own experiences. Uh, before we get into that though, Sonia, this is important. We got some, let's go over some Nature Unplugged updates. I think it's been a while, you know, been a while for that. So what do we got going on? Well, I'll tell you, we have, this is exciting. We have an upcoming workshop on September 21st in La Jolla, California. Excited for that. This is a full day workshop. We're going to be teaming up with Linda Vazen, who's a breath worker, yoga instructor, and all around amazing practitioner. We're going to do uh, our stuff around, you know, experiential stuff in nature, mindfulness, uh, a bunch of different activities down by the beach. Um, looking over La Jolla Cove, and then do some breath work and how these things all relate to creating a healthy balance with nature and technology. Yeah, and so we'll we'll include um, uh, links in the show notes, but you can also get more information and register on our website.
1: Which is www.natureunplugged.com.
0: Absolutely. Um, a few other things. This is exciting. Sonia and I are just about to head out on a big road trip. Super uh,
1: big road trip. Super
0: big road trip. Yeah, we're going up through uh, you know, northern Arizona, southern Utah, making our way up to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, y- checking out Yellowstone, mm-hmm. east I- Idaho, staying with some fam in eastern Idaho, and then through Oregon, and then back down through California. Big trip.
1: Big trip. Not a whole lot um, firmed up yet. Lots lots of of good ideas about where we want to go, but not a lot nailed
0: down. Yeah. So we'll probably do our next podcast from the road. And I think I'm excited to check out. We're going to look at some potential spots for nature unplugged workshops and retreats Mm -hmm. outside of Southern California. And uh, excited just for some time, some unplugged time off the grid on the road. Some doses of nature. Some doses of nature. Speaking of doses of nature. Um, Anyway, a couple more updates real quick. So many updates, uh, Sonya. Could you talk talk a little bit about? We've been getting the newsletter going more frequently. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So we've been releasing our newsletter on Wednesdays, and it's a weekly newsletter. And generally, we are sharing information that's either you know relevant in the in the world of technology and or nature, benefits, impact, etc. Um, in the news, research articles, resources. There's usually some. Weekly challenges, some ways to put some of that stuff into action. Um, Yeah, so it's been great. And you can sign up for a newsletter through our website, uh, through our Facebook page. You can email us and we'll add you. Um, It's great. It's a tiny little thing in your inbox that we hope you enjoy. Uh, Yeah, so it's exciting. We've got that moving pretty consistently now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Weekly. Weekly. On the weekly, weekly. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Weekly Wednesdays (laughs) newsletter. Doesn't Mm -hmm. start with a W. That's cool though. Thanks for that update. Um, I wanted to also talk about our workbook, which we've been working on, which isn't available to the, at this moment, to the public, but we use that for our, for coaching clients within workshops, retreats, et cetera. And we've been, we've been doing some cool updates. Sonia in particular has made some really great updates for that, Mm -hmm. continuing to prototype it, but it's looking really good. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that because we just had a few, a few new ones made, which are looking great.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's an update on what we do, um, or, you know, what's happening on our end. And it just, I think it's worth reminding folks, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, like what we do at Nature Unplugged. So we do, we're basically a wellness education company. Um, and our main thing is offering coaching. So we work with people, individuals and families one-on-one to help create healthier relationships with technology, reconnect to nature, work on general wellness. And we also do workshops and retreats,
1: um,
0: among other things. And you can find out more on our website. Just a heads up if you don't know what we're all about. Okay. Shall we? Yes, let's. Let's jump into it. Okay, Sonia. How much nature is the right amount of nature?
1: That's the question.
0: That's the question. You know, um, I like to share my take on this Mm -hmm. before we jump into it. There's some research and stuff we'll talk about. But, you know, uh, I have, I think for for a long time when I was younger, and I certainly interact. I talked to a lot of people about this who feel like, uh, living in the city or the, you know, like urban environments, like it's really like this, the nature around here, like doesn't really count. It's all about like having some big adventure, mm-hmm. you know, some like long camping trip or retreat or something like that. And, um, I think when I was younger, I used to like, I think that was way more important. And then in more recent years, I'm really into the kind of what I would call like micro, uh, micro adventures or little, like ways to get little doses of nature throughout the day. You know, it can be just like sitting outside, looking at the clouds, mm-hmm. going on a quick walk. Um, and I'm really of the belief that I think now it's like both of those things are really important. There's there's a huge benefit to the longer trip. Um, and also I think from getting, you don't need, if that's not a possibility for you, you don't have access to that. It's not like a deal, you know, it's not like you still can't get the benefits of nature day to day. That's my take. Yeah. Both.
1: Both. And, and I'll add that um, the, the framing of this might sound a little peculiar, right? Like a dose of nature. And that's that's trying to frame nature and its benefits to fit into our sort of Western medical model, like this idea um, that nature is like a cool hobby or experiencing nature is like something you you do when you've got some downtime or you're bored, etc. Um, and there's this shift happening um, and interest, you know, there's not enough research yet, I don't think, to to really, really back this so that um, doctors can fully prescribe it, though some doctors are. Um, but Beginning to put nature time uh, in a frame that people sort of understand that, understand that it's incredibly beneficial for us in our health and our well-being, physically and emotionally.
0: Yeah. And there are like, you know, you mentioned this, but there are doctors that are dis- are prescribing nature as mm-hmm. a prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book about, kind of like about that, you know, yeah. um, by Richard Liu, Vitamin N, which mm-hmm. we love. Uh, and it's, it's really, I think this is a trend. It's kind of strange to be prescribed nature, but, um, right. Uh, the research is growing to kind of really show that, you know, just like a medication, um, there's a lot of great benefits. And I think the the best part for me and one of the best part is that there's no adverse effects. There's no side effects to mm-hmm. nature time aside from, you know, like sunburns and exposure and right. dealing with animals and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, as long as you're, Protected in those ways and being safe. No side effects. Yeah, which is pretty cool
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of things similar to nature that we we sort of overlook the importance of um, And it, like maybe like water even you know The importance of getting enough water is something that we can easily forego in a day um, But it's you know natural it's accessible and it's really great for us
0: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What's your take on for you personally, your take on like how much nature is, you know, good for you to have on like, whether it's daily or, you know, weekly basis.
1: Yeah. I think in my ideal world, I'd be getting some nature doses every day, like small ones, um, you know, anywhere from probably like five to 15 minutes, you know, a couple times a day would be great. Um, and then maybe like once a month, having more of a longer, like one to three day outdoor experience um, that's really focused on time in nature, um, that, seems to, that seems to serve me well. Like I'll even notice if I happen to have a day where, you know, I'm working from home and I, you know, get up and make coffee, sit down, start doing some work, um, you know, it becomes lunchtime before I've even gone outside. Like I feel weird. And as soon as I go outside, it changes. Um, so, I, you know, there's something to that for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um, it is, I think it's a really helpful reminder for, any, you know, anyone who's in that frame, that, like if you're living in this, you know, in an urban environment like we are, that uh, you know, even just getting little, little exposure, you know, like a little bit in the sun, listening to a bird... Uh, that adds up it's you know cumulative i think the same way you know people are so into counting steps and things now mm-hmm. it's like you know it's it's like uh you could add up you could get your 10,000 steps by having like lots of little little walks throughout the day and it doesn't it doesn't mean you have to like not walk not walk not walk and then go walk for you know A marathon or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's a good example. Like it probably wouldn't serve you very well if you laid in bed all day and then did, you know, 10,000 steps (laughs) once and then went back and laid down in bed all day. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having them spread out would be much better.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: They're a combo. Uh,
0: I kind of want to get into, should we look at some of these, kind of taking some notes on some studies on this on about green prescriptions and doses in nature um shall we jump into some stuff maybe i'll start you can kind of jump into some other stuff too yeah study shows that people who made long visits to green spaces have lower rates of depression and high <laughs> lower rates of depression and high blood pressure um and those who visited more frequently had greater social cohesion. So what are they talking about with like a long visit to nature? So this is in, in this particular study, they're looking at spending time in an outdoor green space, park, nature trail, et cetera, 30 minutes or more. Um, and this is, a, this is an Australian study that it says it could reduce the population's uh, prevalence of, of depression and high blood pressure by seven and 9% respectively. Oh, Interesting.
1: Yeah, and there's a there are quite a few studies that are in the same realm that are looking at um, these like short interventions of nature time and um, seeing really strong correlations between a lot of physical and emotional social sort of benefits that are coming from it, um, and so that is that's gaining a lot of traction, um, and you know we've been seeing quite a bit more studies that are supporting that, um,
0: and that's more like what. If a doctor, my understand, I haven't been prescribed a nature dose yet, but I, I'd imagine if they, when they do this, this is like spend one hour, thirty minutes in nature, you know, like four mm-hmm. times a week or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's these are more like short doses than than like you know going a week long excursion.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would be sort of surprised uh, if they were if doctors were prescribing you know, like really long interventions, um, because they may not be feasible, you know, maybe maybe in some extreme cases where somebody really needs a big intervention. Yeah. Um,
0: what's interesting, we, uh, kind of on this note, you know, I think we have like tons of, of anecdotes about like, you know, for myself, like little walks around the park to just kind of feel a, a reset or a shift if I need it. And, we had the opportunity to do a like forest bathing mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. uh over the weekend this past weekend. And it was really, really great. Michelle Abbey. Shout out to Michelle Abbey. Um hadn't done that many familiar with it, heard about it before, but it was a cool, you know, it was a couple hours of, you know, like really intentional connection with nature activities. And in a short you can see how like in a short period of time that method would be really beneficial Mm -hmm. or is really beneficial for for i think especially folks who aren't spending much time outside
1: yeah and my understanding is that has started that started in asia japan um, japan and is being prescribed there um medically
0: yeah and they have all these forests uh we can look into this a little more connect some notes to this but all these forests, you know, throughout, I think, Japan and Korea that are designated, like, mm-hmm. you know, wellness forests or something, you yeah, know, like yeah, forest yeah. bathing areas. Yeah. In schools, um, they'll
1: take, like, field trips.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, for sure. It.
1: Yeah. It's cool. Yeah.
0: It is cool. Yeah. Um, I was sort of resistant, I think, a little bit to the forest bathing idea. Really? Uh, oh, I'm not resistant. I think it's a, uh, there's something, like, kind of, like, for me initially, like, that was a little bit cheeseball about mm. uh like forest bathing, maybe it's just the sort of, maybe the technology. it's like hip, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, sure. have you done your forest bathing yet? And now I can say, yes, I have. Uh, it yeah. was great. It was great. Um, I think it is awesome. I think it's a, that's an awesome program and um, you don't need to, mm-hmm. you know, go on a, like a facilitated forest bathing trip to get the benefits of nature.
1: Yeah. I mean, and one other thing I want to talk about, um, there's actually a book called The Three Day Effect. Um, oh, Wait. Oh, that's the next ahead. segment
0: oh yeah no no you can talk about it <laughs>
1: um so there's there's been a lot of um a lot of hype around this three-day effect which is a, a book that really looks at the impact of three days in nature and the benefits of it um and, like
0: specifically three days right
1: yeah specifically three days and this is a younger body of research so um this author did a study um, and shared the results in this book, and there, haven't been a ton, there hasn't been a ton of research on these longer interventions yet, and um, so there's not a whole lot um, to validate it yet and generalize it, et cetera. Um, but again, like anecdotally, I think we've experienced this and feel that it's true, um, you know, that a longer stay in nature has a really different um, impact and one of the more interesting things about these longer interventions is um, the length of time that they benefit you for so um, in some of these you know initial studies in this younger body of research um, they're saying that you know the effects can be felt up to like you know three weeks a month etc maybe even longer Um, so if you did that like let's say once a month, you'd be like set for the month. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't have go to go outside after yeah. after your three days. Well, no, but you could do the You little get all justice.
0: your steps in. Yeah. No, I'm just
1: <laughs> you can go lay down in bed for
0: the yeah. yeah. Of the month. No, that's really it's really interesting. I think it's important to show, to point out we have not read that book. Correct. Um yeah. we've read about the book or read yeah. some, some studies, research some research around that. that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's um it's interesting. I was talking with a friend actually yesterday who which is kind of like talking about this very topic and shared, um, talking about like, you know, what like self-care practices. And for him, it was, if he has the opportunity to do like a longer nature trip, like three days. And Mm -hmm. he said specifically, he's like, and there's something that happens on the third day. Every time I do like a three day trip, there's something that happens on the third day where I just feel like I finally kind of let go and settle in and I'm not like still the wheels aren't still kind of grinding Mm -hmm. so hard. Mm -hmm. And, um, I thought he was sort of referring to this, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, did you know about that book or the, the research? And he's like, no, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And so he's just, it was like intuitively, that's, I guess, how long he was saying it takes for him to kind yeah. of wind down. And I felt like that too. There's something about that. So, you know, check it out. Three days. Yeah. Three days. What's the book called?
1: The Three Day Effect.
0: The Three Day Effect. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that's about. <laughs>
1: it's on our list of Book Street.
0: Okay. Yeah. I bet it's about spending three days in nature. It's a
1: good guess.
0: <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's all good. I think my take is the more nature you can get, the better. Again, no uh, no side effects like many meds and things like that, mm-hmm. except for sunburns and being cold. And
1: maybe mosquito
0: bites. Mosquito bites. Yeah. You can get blasted in nature. Okay, well, let's not mess around about that. But <laughs> no side effects in the way like medicine and drugs and mm-hmm. alcohol and uh, other things have side effects. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm, interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: So, yeah. What, what
0: um... Let me talk about this. Yeah. Or anything else on that?
1: No, I was just going to ask you that question, but no. Mm-mm.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Here's what we got. So let's wrap it up. I mean, I think we shared a little bit about that stuff. Challenge.
1: Oh, good. A challenge. A nature
0: and plague challenge.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you ready for a challenge, everyone? Yeah. Okay, here's the challenge.
1: Was that the crowd saying that? Yes? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, the challenge is, if you're someone who regularly schedules longer-term outdoor excursions such as camping trips, nature-focused vacations, surf, ski trips, etc., your challenge is to incorporate more daily nature time into your routine. You know, simple things like like we talked about, walking in the park, sitting under some trees, hanging out by a pond, watching tadpoles, whatever you want it to be. So if you're more of a long-term nature person, get your short-term nature in. And then on the other side, if you're someone who gets lots of small doses in nature, your challenge is to schedule a more extended nature experience, if that is an option for you. Uh, something like camping trip that you know offers some more extended time off the grid. Um, you know, I was thinking about this too, because this is, I think, a topic of another podcast, but the idea of of access to nature and it's not certainly depending on where you live and different dynamics, financial and so forth, that it's not a level playing field in terms of access to nature and especially the longer term uh, effects. And I I would say like, I think I just want to add that if you don't have the ability to do a longer term, you know, three-day nature camping trip because of work or or whatever, um, I would say sort of an alternative to that is three days unplugged Mm -hmm. like you know turn your wi-fi off or put the phone away and you know spend you know spend some time just out and around your your home or wherever you happen to live
1: yeah and i think with a little exploration and a a sense of adventure um, most people could find a pretty cool little zone maybe not a huge park or anything but a a cool nature zone to go spend some time at and if you could even do that for half a day a whole day or you know for two days, you know, go home and go to bed in your own house, but then, you know, spend two consecutive days like in a just one natural park space or something, yeah.
0: sitting on a bench,
1: yeah, or bring a book, bring some games, spend some time with some friends, just like, you know, be in a more natural setting, yeah, and be more of an outdoor creature rather than an indoor creature.
0: I like that, yeah, outdoor creatures, outdoor creatures for life. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, I think that does it. Anything Mm -hmm. else on your end, Sonia? No, that's it. Wow. Wow. Another episode of Nature Unplugged podcast. Okay. Well, so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We would love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You can also find us, our episodes available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and other platforms, basically all podcast platforms. Um, Be sure and check out natureunplugged.com for more information and resources. And uh, you know we'd love to hear from you. you. can reach us out. You can reach us directly from our site. You know if you have any questions, comments, feedback, ideas for the show or ideas for potential guests, we'd love to hear from you. And remember, look at each day as an opportunity to connect with nature and find a better balance with the technology in your life. Join the Nature Employed movement, and we will catch you next time. Hey. I wish you wouldn't go. I don't wanna know if you're leaving If you can't decide Um, I'm letting